0: This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at
1: livingbyfaith.com. Today is a special day because we get to celebrate Christmas. Christmas. Christmas is really important because Christmas speaks to us about the birth of Jesus. The birth of the Christ, the birth of the Anointed One. There have been a lot of people who were born in history. There are a lot of people. If you go through history, there are a lot of people that are memorable. There are a lot of people that, that are spoken about in history books and in textbooks. That are spoken about in all kinds of lessons. But there was only one birth that fundamentally changed the lives of millions of people. And that's Jesus. There is only one person who has a fundamental impact and still changes lives today. And that's Jesus. And that's why when we come together on a celebration like today, it's not about celebrating a holiday. It's about celebrating Christmas. Wish people Merry Christmas. You see, when you wish them a Merry Holiday or a Happy Holiday, whatever you want to call it, you take out of it the very life. It's about Christ. It's Christ-centered. And if you don't want to celebrate that, that's okay. But you're missing it. Jesus is all about the reason for the season. Jesus is not somebody who was just born many years ago and is an historic figure that we talk about and have reference to. Jesus is someone who is alive today, and the whole purpose of it is so that he touches and affects and influences our lives. So what we want to do today is we want to honor him. And the way that we're going to honor him is we're going to have three different speakers who talk about the birth of Christ, the birth of Jesus, the birth of the anointed one. What does it mean? What does it mean and how has it influenced who I was? What does it mean today and how does it give context to my life? And what does it mean about the trajectory of my future and what tomorrows are supposed to look like? Because he's fundamentally a part and intertwined in all of those things. So the first person who's going to speak to us is Rafa. Mr. Rafa. Thanks, Pastor. I love him so
0: much. We almost, like, I almost didn't come up. I'm like, keep hey, preaching, Pastor. So good. First, can we give a hand to the kids? They're amazing. Right? Come on. They're geniuses. So good. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. And water. Oh, yay. So good. I'm so blessed. All right, cool. Are you guys well? Are you guys good? Yeah. Yay, good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Awesome. So I have to ask for permission because you're my family. Can I be myself today? Is that okay? Yeah. Sweet. Can I be Raphael? Yeah. Sweet. God's beloved son in whom he's well pleased no matter what? Yeah. All right. So that means no tomatoes. That means you can't point at me. And you have to go amen. Is that Okay. Oh, is that good? Good. Oh, okay. I'm not allowed to say okay. Nothing in the kingdom is okay. Everything's good. Abel literally beat me with it, so it's good stuff. Can I tell you a story? How many of you guys go to Costco? Raise your hand. How many of you guys go to BJ's? Sweet. It is my job here at church to go to Costco. I have to go to Costco. And uh typically I love it because the pastors don't know, but I take two rows when I go over there, and it's really good. And uh, so I had to go. I, w- I was pretty excited at first. And then as I'm driving there, all of you amazing people were probably there, and you were parked. And uh, so I had nowhere to park where I normally park. I park really close. I have this big van, and all the parking spots are small. So I'm praying for them to open it. So I couldn't park in the front, so I had to park all the way on the other side. Right, sad face, right? so. I'm driving my van and, and I get all the way to the other side. Oh, I forgot to tell you, it's raining and it's cold, right? And if you know me, I love shoes. If you know me, whoop, whoop. Nice. I love shoes. My, my wife put me on a budget. I'm not allowed to have shoes. It's the Lord's fault. He told me, Rafa, I want you to have shoes for the rest of your life, shoes of peace. And my wife said, I don't care what the Lord said, we're on a budget. And I'm like, and I'm like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. uh, But she didn't say I couldn't buy shoes if they weren't on sale, right? So I have these nice shoes. I love them. They're my Nikes. They're black. I get out of the van. First thing I do is I step in a puddle, right? Sad face. And, uh, And I had dry fit socks. They were not dry, Right, I jump out of the van. It's cold. I'm already upset. I have, to, I have to walk so far, and I have to walk in the rain, and there's puddles everywhere, so I'm just walking. I'm so sad. I'm literally on the verge of crying, and I'm a man-man. I'm, I'm in the military. I don't cry, but it reminded me of being in the woods, and I was really sad, and, and as I step in another puddle, the heavens opened up, and God spoke to me, and he gave me this verse. He said, Romans 8:28, all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose and uh and my feet were still wet and the rain didn't stop but my attitude changed come on are you with me there's power in scripture it's not for you to be a good christian it's not so you can come up here and say something so the pastors won't say anything to you it's there's power in the scripture and what it does is it changes your heart it changes your attitude i promise you there were people walking by that i did not want to stop the van Right? I was upset. I was like, why would you take my parking spot? You should know this is my parking spot. Come here every week. But after that scripture hit my heart, I was like, oh my gosh, and I'm crying. Not because I'm upset, but because I can feel the love of God for these people. Are you with me? I can feel that love for you right now. And I would cry, but I can't. Right? And I'm walking through Costco, so rather than me being in the hurry of like, I have to go, I have to go, I'm going to run this lady in front of me over, I, I'm slowing down. I'm slowing down because he said that even though my day was horrible, he can make it better because all things work for my good. So I'm walking by, and rather than me trying to run over this poor lady in front of me, I'm interceding for her. I'm praying for her. I'm crying right behind her. And I just want to hug her so bad, but that would be awkward. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought about the love for people. And, and uh, so my question to you is, when do all things start working for your good? Come on, do they start working for your good when you stop drinking? When you stop doing drugs? When you stop looking at computer screens and stuff you shouldn't be looking at? When you stop lying? When you stop cursing out your wife or you stop cursing out your husband? Is that when all things start working for your good? Or did all things start working for your good before the foundations of the earth? Are you with me? Come on. So I'm going to read this in the the Passion. I love it so much. It's Romans 8, 28. Same thing. It says, so we are convinced. Say, convinced. That every detail of our lives is continually woven together. Say, every detail. To fit into God's perfect plan, say perfect, Perfect. of bringing good. Was that bad, bringing bad or bringing good? Come on into our lives. For we are his lover, say I'm his lover, lover. who has been called to fulfill his design purpose. For he knew, say he knew me. me. Tell your neighbor, say "He he knows me. For he knew all about us before we were born come on before we were born and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son and uh and and i love that the you know i always hear preachers come up here and they say before the foundations of the earth he gave you purpose he gave you design he gave you dreams but it's so big it's like grace right like we can't comprehend it because it's so big it's so vast so god gave me this illustration of of a parent now how many of you guys are parents come on clap it out for the parents. I am not a parent. <laughs> so, but my wife and I, we had the opportunity to take in her, uh, her little sister, and she's 15. We got a chance to do that last year. She was going through some stuff, but she's much better now. She's amazing. I love her so much. I'm proud of her. But at the time, she wasn't, right? So, we're, <laughs> it's my birthday, and that was, this was not my birthday wish, but the Lord put it on my heart. He said, I want you to take her into your home. And I'm like, all right, God, let's do it. So, Jackie and I were praying, we're eating, and uh, we both feeling the same thing. We're like, okay, and you guys... That had, parent, uh, that had kids, you had nine months to get ready for your kid. Come on, you had baby showers, you had parties, you painted the room, you got the little, uh, I don't even know what, the, the bed where they sleep in? Not a king size. A crib, yeah, a crib. Come on, right? So you guys had nine months to get ready for a baby, for a little baby that might be eight, nine pounds. I don't know the size. I had an entire 15-year-old in one day. Are you with me? Come on, pray for me. Send your hands. <laughs> this too shall pass. And, uh, sorry. So, so, we had, but this is, my, this is the part I want you to understand. In that one day, Jackie and I made sure the entire house, everything that we were doing, the room, the food that we were going to eat, because she was vegetarian at the time. I love meat. But everything we were doing, we had discussions about and making all things work for her. Good. And if we can do that with one day, what is Jesus going to do with us? What is God trying to do with us? What is he doing with us? Come on. He actually didn't take nine months. He didn't take one day. He took thousands of years. Thousands of years to make today happen for your good. You are not here because your wife made you come here or your kids were dancing. You are here because you're part of God's purpose, his design, that he started thousands of years ago, at least 2,000 years ago. Man, you're going to miss it. It's for your? Come on, church. I love you. That is so good. And as I was reading this about the birth of Jesus, I actually got stuck in Luke uh, Luke 3.24. And, uh, and I want to read this to you, but I probably won't be allowed back here because I'll take too long. Right? And I'm going to read you the first thing. It says, Jesus, say Jesus, Jesus. was known as the son of Joseph. Come on. Joseph was the son of Haley. Don't say that. Haley was the son of Matt. So it's this entire list of Jesus' seed, right? Jesus' is. And all of these seeds right here, all, all of these generations, all of these names were actually stories and God's purpose for your life today. Come on. How many of you guys know David and Goliath? Would you believe that David destroyed Goliath for your good today in the past? He's such a good dad, is he not? Come on. So, my heart for you today is to understand that all things are working for your good and they have been working for your good. So, open up your heart and receive what these amazing men are going to give you today because it's for your. Nice. I love you guys. Thank you for your time.
2: He's so good. Hey. Hey. He's so good. I mean, Rafa's good, too. I was talking about God, but I'm serious. I'm serious. Rafa, I'll tell you this about Rafa, though. Seriously, he looks more and more like him every day. I'm so serious. His character is reflecting more and more the nature of God every day. I, I, yes, absolutely. And we can clap for him, but that's be- the only way he has it is through Jesus. Do you, under- do you understand when he was born, like, he gave us access to become more and more like not through imitating what it looks like. So some prophetic words spoken in my life is people call me Simba and things like that. And be like, oh, you're like a son. Yes, right? I love Simba. Oh, and so, and so for a lot of my life, I would act it out. Because I've seen the movie, I can pretend to be like Simba, you know? And I was like, "Well, oh, a son does this. But all I could do is I had the idea that, that if you close your eyes and picture what Simba's like. I mean, my ears are kind of like him. But like besides that, I, I, all I had to do is all I had to work with was this picture of it and I was imitating it. But there's no power in imitation. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? And I, I think there's so much in this Bible, and I'll, and I'll open it in a second to Colossians. I think it's one or two, I'll tell you. But, but there's so much in here that I can read. Oh, I'm a beloved son. You said you're a beloved son. But he's not imitating a beloved son. Him, as a beloved son who God's pleasing him, has been established. There's a substance to it. It's not, it's not, it's not this imaginary thing. Um, let me read the verse, and then I'll pull out. An example of it. Okay, so if you have your Bibles, I don't have an ESV Bible, so let me use my phone. But, I, but if you have one, then you're in luck. Um, we're going to Colossians 2, verse 6, and a little bit of 7. So it says, I'm going to give you no time to get there. I'm just going to read it. Get it in your heart. It's his birthday. It's, it's The word made flesh. It's his birthday soon. We're celebrating that. So here we go, Jesus. Cheers. Therefore, as you received, everyone say received. Christ Jesus, the Lord, let earth receive his king. We receive Christ Jesus, the Lord. So walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established, please say established, established. in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Okay, now let me grab this thing. This, um, I don't know if the cameras can show you it, so I'll just tell you about it while I carry it. This is a blueprint for the building you're standing in now. Can you see it? Where am I at here? Yeah. Can you see that? Okay, so, so we're, I'm standing on the platform here. You guys are in the sanctuary. Rafa, you're right there, I think. And, and, and this is just a blueprint. It's an idea laid out. It doesn't keep me warm. There's no AC in this. I can't, I can't, I'm not safe in it. I don't have shelter. I don't have anything in it. It's just an idea. And, and there's so many ideas about unconditional love and there's so many ideas about patience and joy that are being established in Rafa's life. He's not settling for just, I don't want to, man, I don't want to sit down on you. I mean, I, I'm, I use your example because you're a great example. But really what's been bursting in my heart as my seams is you see him talk about the heart of the Father and how excited he is that he's so good and he's worked everything together for our good. And he started that not just when we were like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Even while we were still sinners, he was like, no, listen, I, listen, I'm, I, can't, I, can't, I can't stay away from you any longer. It was like a little kid. Um, I wasn't great at following rules as a little kids. You guys are great. You guys are fantastic at following rules. The, even the dancers. Seriously, can we give it up for these kids? This is uh, a... Oh, my gosh. It's like a whole nother generation, seriously. But unlike you guys, I wasn't good at following rules. So my mom would say, look both ways before crossing the road. And I'd be like, ah, right into traffic. Seriously, like almost the complete opposite. She'd be like, all right, hold my hand. I'd be like, ah, and just run out there. But the thing that I didn't understand was her heart or my dad's heart in telling me things. His heart was to keep me from getting hit by a car. He wanted me to live and not die, to bring life and life more abundantly. And if I didn't listen to that, I didn't get to experience life. So he's begging us all throughout the Old Testament. He's like, here, I'll just I'll break the rules. I'll make them really simple. Step one, just love me with all your heart. Like he made the rules so easy. He was like, this is rule number one, most important rule, because he desired for us to live and not die. And I was like a little kid going, okay, and I just didn't listen. And he would pull me back. I mean, he was so sweet. He's so merciful. If you look at the Old Testament with the real perspective of his heart, you don't see a God correcting his kids like an angry God. You see a God who wants them so badly to have a relationship with them that he's, that he's willing to keep correcting them. Even so, I remember Psalm 105, or 103, I think it is, the, David's telling the history of like them being led out of Egypt and all these miracles happening. And then like two verses later, they're sacrificing to gods that aren't even real. And he saves them again. He's like, even so, and he keeps doing it. So this is me. I'm like, ah. And He's even so, he's bringing me back to him. But what Jesus represents is an opportunity for me not to put the weight of the law on me to get everything right so I can experience life, but to believe in Jesus so that the establishment of the kingdom in me is not dependent on my ability to withhold the law or obey the law, but in his ability to obey the law and me to believe in him. It gives me access to not just look at a platform and the idea of a platform, but to stand on something that is a platform, to not just have the idea of, some, of, of, of peace or unconditional love or gentleness or kindness. Like, like as a father, as a husband, oh my gosh, I don't want to cry. I didn't cry for a service. Oh. But I heard my son, Levi, cry out and during a service. He goes, ah! It's like, that's my son. And, like, the deepest desire of my heart is that I be a father that's not just the idea of unconditional love or patience or gentleness, but has an establishment where he doesn't have to look at, oh, this is the idea of a good dad, a good father, but that's established in my life. And the only way that happens is not me pretending to be a good dad for him or to pretend, pretending to be a good husband to my wife or, like, mm, what would a good husband do? But to say, I have had a good husband, I have had a good father, and it was found in Jesus. The only way that I know that is because of what Jesus did. So the establishment, oh, yeah, come on, let's give it up for him. Seriously, he's done it. He's done it all. So this is not our way to stand in. So the establishment of the kingdom, that I desire so badly for Northern Virginia to not just be taught by we've been stapled as hypocritical. I don't think we've been hypocritical. I think we've settled for just the blueprints. Seriously. I mean, seriously, I don't think we're out there trying to, trying to hide things in our life. I think that we seriously have been so excited. Look, a platform's coming. Yay. And we've settled for that. The idea of something. I watched my, if you're looking at the stage right now, I'll end with the same example. I don't know. Maybe we have enough time. i have you guys all day. I think they gave me like 45 minutes. But, 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 this, but the stage you're looking at here, this, these columns and things like that, this was an idea in Pastor Gavin's heart. And he did not settle for just the idea or the blueprints of it. In fact, I drove through, I think it was Maryland, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, in the snow. Like, it was snowing. He was like, all right, be safe. Drive safe. I'm serious. To get this, these bricks, just to get these bricks here. I'm serious. I'm so serious. No, no, don't give it. I'm serious. I, 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 but I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, because he was busy laying these bricks and cutting this wood and placing it exact do, do, do he was. He wasn't satisfied with just the idea of what the stage could look like or even sharing the idea of like, oh, yeah, this could be. It has the name on it. Platform should be good enough. We say it with our mouths. Platform, platform. We say it. Unconditional. Oh, he's a good, good father. If he's really a good, good father, are we being fathered? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh my gosh, I want it so badly. I'm willing to drive through the snow for a brick. What am I willing to do to be, see that established here on, on, in Northern Virginia? So in my family, in my relationship with my son and my wife and my friends and at work. So if Northern Virginia is to really experience and be like we're standing in this building now. It was 20 degrees this morning. And I was so thankful for my warm home. We're not standing out in the cold because someone said, I'm going to establish this. And so I'm looking for people to respond. Like, really, you as a brick, as a brick, as a brick, as a brick, to come together and respond to the gift that Jesus is to see Him established here in this region. And the only way that happens, yes, absolutely, Amen. The only way that happens is here in uh, uh, Colossians. I almost said Second Colossians. This is this is Colossians one. Colossians one, verse fifteen. It says. This is about Jesus. His birthday is coming up soon. We're all going to yell surprise. Um, it says this. It says, he is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God. Is that you, Levi? Yeah, he knows Jesus. I literally was just reading to this. I read him this all the time. I was reading this reading him this yesterday. He's like, yeah, the divine portrait. He is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God, the firstborn heir of all creation. For through the Son, everything was created, both in the heavenly realm and on earth. All that is seen and unseen, every seat of power, realm of government, principality and authority, it was all created through him and for his purpose. He existed before anything was made and now, everyone say right now, right now. everything finds completion in him. The only way to see this completed like this is in him. The kingdom being established here can only be completed through Jesus. So that's why I'm so thankful presently right now for the gift that Jesus is because I can see the kingdom established in my life and in this region. So give it up for Jesus.
3: Thank you, David. Oh, that's David and Jonathan, if you didn't know. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. I gotta do it. Jesus Webley. Ah. Yeah. God, you guys know what Webley means? Thank you. You guys were like, what are they even saying? Those kids are shouting Webley, is that tongues? No, it's thank you. So we Hwebley. Gosh. Come on, live like he had the victory, right? So he asked me to talk about the future, and the future is. I said this first service, according Dano said it, the future is inevitable. And it is. But your participation is a decision. It's an invitation. You have to say yes, though. And they both said it perfectly. It's in Jesus. And it's in Christ alone. But here's the thing, though. It has to be 100% in Christ alone. If you battle with stress, worry, fear, you are not in Christ alone. You are in self alone. That's where those come from. So if you're battling with stress, worry, fear, you've partnered with in self alone. So it's everyone, repeat after me. In Christ alone. Now we know the future. the future is Jesus put it loud and clear, "On Earth, as it is in heaven, right? We know that, that the kingdom, government with the realm up there, should come down and be just, just like that on Earth as it is in heaven. In heaven is perfect peace, perfect faith, there's no sickness, there's no orphans. They don't even know the definition of worry. If I were to go, "God, do you worry?" He'd go, "I don't know this word." because that's not in me. I am 100 percent faith. I am love, and love never fails. And love never gives up hope. It keeps believing and believing and believing and believing no matter what the natural realm looks like. So if naturally you're getting hit and what's coming out is stress, worry, fear, pressure is applied to an area of your life that you haven't let God love you in. He who does not know, he who does not love does not know God. For God is love. You want to reign in life? You want to bring heaven to earth? Be well loved first. That is a priority and you only find that in Jesus, which means you can't do anything to earn it. Anything to earn it. Grace, righteousness is a gift. Has anyone ever tried to do holiness? Anyone that's battled? Right? Anyone like, I'm going to do holy. I'm going to be holy. Holiness, God. (laughs) Raise your hand if that worked. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Because it's a gift. Anytime you do something for what you're saying, Jesus didn't say it's finished. He said to be continued. So I need to take the mantle and do something. Why these are phenomenal and why I'm going to pick on Rafa. Because some of these kids just learned that dance for the first time. And they're like, I'll go up there. And then I was like, "Ralph, get up here." There was a little hesitation. There was a little like, uh, yeah. "All right, yes, a little bit." These kids are unashamed. They are flawless and holy in God's eyes. That's how we look at it. Why can't we look in the mirror and see the same thing? You're just as holy as Daniel. Daniel, could you come up here? Come here, Daniel. Come here, big guy. You stand next to me. You are as holy flawless, and as good looking as Daniel here. That's how God sees us. In Christ alone. So anytime we step out of that, I guarantee you stress, worry, fear, hesitation, procrastination is spewing out. Now, I'm going to read this verse, and I read it every time they give me a microphone up here. And it's not just because I'm the children's director. I just, I love this verse. So, did we, Rich, Richie, Rich, uh, could you go to Matthew 18? Did it work for a service? I don't remember. It did work. Verse 3, let's do it in the message translation first. Because the kingdom, right, on earth as it is in heaven. But what does Jesus say about bringing that kingdom here now? It's really simple. So this is verse 3. Yes. I'm telling you once and for all that unless you return to square one and start over like children, you're not even going to get a look at the kingdom, let alone get in. I love this next part. Whoever becomes simple and elemental again, like this child, will rank high in God's kingdom. Look at that word rank. If you're in military, what does rank do? rank is your power of influence, yes? That the higher rank you go in the military, you're you're granted access to places that the other world can't go. So the more childlike you become, the more in-depth of God's heart you're allowed to go into. Because these kids know how to receive really well without earning it. Trust me. Even when they don't listen, Abel, do I get glory bucks? Yes! Gosh! Yes, fine. And Alice, it's so funny. I, I go, no, no. And then I, I get alone with God. I'm, and I'm like, I got to check it. I just feel him. Because that's how God sees us. A hundred, in Christ Jesus, we are holy, flawless, and restored. Now, I'm going to read the same verse in the Passion. You don't have to put it up. Learn this well. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking, right? Be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become more teachable and learn about heaven's kingdom realm with the wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually, say continually, humbles himself to become like this gentle child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. You don't have to put this up. I just want to read it. We all know this Matthew 10:8, Jesus says, Go and do what? Heal the sick, cleanse the leopards, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely you give. You cannot give what you don't have. So anytime you muscle up something, you will see fruit, but it will die. That's why if you ever catch yourself, keep returning to that one thing, guess where your root was? In self alone. They're like, where? In self, in self. It's in Christ alone. Romans five seventeen. those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will do what? Reign in life. Reign, bringing heaven to earth every place you go, that when you're at a Walmart, you will have the highest influence because of what you received. That when you're at your job, you have the highest influence to bring down what God wants to do there. But to reign, you have to receive the abundance of grace and the gift of what? Righteousness. Abel, what's righteousness? It's, It's what Daniel just showed you. It's perfect, innocent, flawless. God sees you as if you've never sinned because of Jesus. But you have to receive that. It's in Christ alone. Everyone repeat after me. In Christ alone. I'm having fun. you guys having fun? So I learned something this morning about, I'm going to read one last verse and then I'm going to tell the story and then we'll go to Christmas parties. Yes? I have the Norton family Christmas party after this. I married into a family with like, God, I feel like I have like 20 nephews and nieces now. I was like an only child and I'm like, wow, this is family. I had no idea. It's a lot of people. You know what I've learned about God. He's abundant. He's abundant. He's abundant. Can I tell you something else about God? And I'll quote Smith Wigglesworth. The man or woman who stops gets nothing. This is where I just dropped the mic. No, 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 no. What I mean is this. Look at the parable of the talents, right? What happened to the person that just kept their one talent hidden? It was taken away and given to someone that was making it grow and grow and grow and advance and get bigger and bigger and bigger. God's focus on you today is you can have everything because you're one of these and you get all of my inheritance, which means everything that's in heaven is all of yours or you can have nothing. So every day God's like, you want more? You want more in Christ alone? Do you want more as sons and daughters? Do you know what we get? An inheritance. The fullness of the kingdom. Jesus said it. Everything that the Father has is mine and I will declare it to you. Everything. Everything that's God's is ours. You will have a hard time receiving it if you don't see yourself as one of these. Because you'll do this. I'll do holy. <laughs> I'll do love. I'll love people. Look, I'm giving. I'm giving. I'll love people. I'm loving people. How many of you have ever done that? Right? How many of you were joyful at the end of that? Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. So this is Ephesians 4, and I'm going to say this, because this is how transformation happens. And it's verse, I'm reading the Passion Translation because it's beautiful. This is Ephesians 4, 23. Now it's time to be made new. So this is, here you go. This is how you're going to become new. You ready? It's time to be made new by every revelation that's been given to you. That's given to you, not worked for. That's given to you. Everything you read in here, it's him giving it to you. In Christ alone, it's, yeah, you suck at trying to be righteous. Just take my righteousness. You know, you're terrible at really trying to be holy and stop. Just take holiness. It's in Christ. Do you want it? So be made new by every revelation that's been given to you. And last part, you ready? And be transformed. Here you go. This how be. How many of you want to be transformed? You've seen Wasp Rafa, be transformed. You want to know? Here you go, ready? And be transformed. Listen to this. As you embrace the glorious Christ within you as your new life and live in union with him, you're transformed by embracing the Christ that's already in you if you're born again. If you're born again, it's there. Stop looking out like, oh, God, please, it's in you. Embrace the fact that he's right there and he can never leave you. That the fullness of the kingdom is already there. So you take time and you do what Paul says and you cling on to it with every breath. Every breath you cling to him. Paul had a past. He was a murderer. Yet he had amazing miracles where cloth healed people. He embraced the Christ within him. Instead of, I'm no longer a murderer, I am now holy and righteous and saturated in Christ alone. In Philippians, what does he say? I consider it manure that I might know him. I consider everything as poop. We could laugh. <laughs> yes, poop joke. Daniel's, yeah, I made Daniel laugh. Nailed it. Seriously, that's what Paul says. I consider it all trash that I, 100% of me, I consider everything that I have. House, I don't care. I consider it trash that I might know him. I need to know him more than I need to have my next breath. So he clung to everything. He embraced the Christ within him. So he walked with power and authority. And he was able to never, ever look back. Isn't that awesome? Never, ever looking back. Never ever you have to embrace the gift inside you. It's already there. What are you doing with it? How many of you have been born again more than five years? It's in you. What are you doing? It's already there. Are you embracing it? or Are you finding it outside of Christ job education in my master's degree? but I still have Jesus. No, 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 no. Those who stop get nothing. And I mean that in like an exciting way. I said that harsh. It was like nothing. No, it's like, God's like, no, no, you, you I want you to have everything. Like you're my son, right? You're my daughter. It's my, my goal that you get everything. That's mine. I know my dad, I can't like, my dad's like able. We're going to talk about inheritance. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. It's his, he's so happy that he did so well that he gets to leave it for me and my wife. He's pumped for it. You better be, I'll be real, I'm very excited. I don't feel guilty or shameful about it because Jesus died for all the power of shame and guilt. So I never ever have to feel that again. But if you are feeling it, It means it's in self alone, and that puts the wall from receiving. But in Christ alone, it's an open heaven that's in you and wants to be released. That's where we're going this year as a body. It's in Christ alone. We know that song. In Christ alone, my hope is found. Is that true? Go ahead, but bets like, let me go off. (laughs) She's ready (laughs) to In Christ alone be real with you today is it in is it like 98 percent Christ but 2% like I just need that job (laughs) like if I get that job I'll be happy (laughs) can you think about the son of God for a second where was he born was he born God could have had his son be born anywhere was he born in a four-star Holiday Inn Express or the Ritz Carlton where did God decide to choose to have his son born did you see Mary worry, stress, fear, and her son alone? So if you're battling those symptoms, you are still in self alone. But get excited. I just told you. So now you can shift your, your, your focus. Yes? Ralph was like, let's do it now, Abel. <laughs> Is that good? So in Christ alone, and these kids know really, really well, it's a gift. You can't do anything for it. If you add anything to the gospel, you can't receive. You can't receive it. You can't add anything. Jesus on that cross was a joy set before him because he was looking at us. Return the favor by letting him love you as you are. Stop trying to clean yourself up with a lint roller. It's not working. Tide can only do so much, but the blood of Jesus, I promise you is so amazing.